0: and Carrie. Nobody asked for it, Carrie. Nobody fucking asked for it. But hey,
1: my podcast and I'll say what I fucking want.
0: Two people just winging it in life and this podcast. So enjoy this week's episode of History of a Haunting. Hey, everybody. Hi. 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 Look at you. Look
1: at you. I can't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Hi, guys. Welcome to History of a Haunting. I am Carrie. Hi, I'm Archie. And today we are covering a very famous urban legend here in the Southwest United States and in um, South America, La Llorona. Oh, I can't wait. It's exciting. I like it. This is a good one. Um, First, as always, let's go ahead and go over our EVPs. I just have the one. Arch, do you have any before I get going on my...
0: I have only yours.
1: (laughs) As is per usual. As usual. Usual. Okay. Uh, (laughs) The only EVP that I have is that today... Um, is our one of our very very first Patreons, Q. It is his birthday today, so this Aww. episode is going to be dedicated to you, Q. We love you. Uh, Q is one of my um, very favorite people. He is super amazing, super wonderful, and probably one of the most hysterical people I've ever met in oh. my life. He's super funny. Oh, that's awesome. Happy birthday, Q. Happy birthday, Q. Um, should we sing him happy birthday or spare him that? Garbage. Uh, please spare him that. Oh, okay. And, and me. <laughs> I said should we sing him, not should I. <laughs> happy birthday, too late. I've already fucking ruined <laughs> his birthday as well as anybody else's. Anyway, sorry, Q. Happy birthday. All right, let's get down and dirty. Er, with <laughs> the legend of La rona Da from Very Mexico, good. South did I just say, say Da? Like, I think you did? Yeah, this is, this is a Hispanic urban legend. I'm not sure why I brought Germany into it, but sorry. Well, I will. I will touch on that. Oh, you'll touch Germans. <laughs> Cool. Don't touch anybody. <laughs> wow. All
0: right. <laughs> TMI. Go with the history. In, Hurry, quick. I found my information on Wikipedia. All that's interesting and InsideEdition.com of mm-hmm. all places. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In what are you waiting his, In Hispanic American folklore, La Llorona, or the Wailing Woman, or the Crier, is a legend about a woman who drowned her children and mourns their deaths for eternity, roaming Latin America areas as a ghost or an apparition. Multiple variations exist, as is common with oral tradition. Now, forgive me if I sound like I'm repeating myself or stories.
1: Okay. Because... I'm going to (laughs) (laughs) okay is is this a a comment on your research a comment on your research (laughs) (laughs) on the kind of historian you are or just like what you found in this particular story all of the above (laughs) okay (laughs) great please join our Patreon for quality content (laughs) like this
0: she has been connected to the aztecs as one of the 10 omens predicting the conquest of mexico or as some fearsome goddess mm. one such goddess as known as cihuacotec or snake woman who was or who has been described as a savage beast and an evil omen who wears white walks about at night and constantly cries Okay. The, okay. Another Aztec goddess is that of Calqueu like you, or the jade-skirted one who oversaw the waters and was greatly feared because she allegedly would drown people. Nice, as, both as, of them
1: sound like lovely party guests. Lovely women.
0: In order to honor her, the Aztecs sacrificed children. Cool. <laughs> great. <laughs> That's great. An entirely different origin story (laughs) coincides with the arrival of the Spanish in America back in the 16th century. Oh. According to this version of the tale, La Llorona was actually La Maliniche, a native woman who served as an interpreter, guide, and later mistress to Hernán Cortés during his conquest of Mexico. Oh, okay. The conquistador left her after she gave birth and instead married a Spanish woman. Despised now by her own people, it is said that Maliniche murdered Cortespan in vengeance.
1: What what nationality was she? Native. Oh, okay, okay. There
0: is no evidence that the historic Maliniche, who did in fact exist, killed her children or was exiled by her people. However, it is possible that the Europeans did bring the seeds of the legend of La Llorona from their homeland. Okay. As it goes, a legend of a vengeful mother who slays her own offspring can be traced all the way back to Medea of Greek mythology mm-hmm. who killed her sons after being betrayed by her husband Jason. The ghostly wails of a woman warning of impending death also share similarities. similatari... <laughs> you was doing so good. You really were. Oh, Similatari's made me stop. <laughs> similarities. <laughs> The ghostly wails of a woman warning of impending death also share similarities with the Irish Banshees. Oh. English parents have long used the tale of Jenny Greenteeth, who drags children down into a watery grave to keep adventurous children away from water where they might stumble in. That would keep me away. I'm sorry.
1: That that sounds terrifying.
0: Oh, yeah. The stories are based upon one that a woman who was unloved by her husband, who loved their daughter and son instead. She caught her husband with another woman and drowned both of her children in a river in grief and anger, and then drowned herself because she felt so sad and angry at herself. She was then refused entry to heaven until she found the souls of her children. She cries and wails and takes children... And once she realizes they aren't her own, she drowns them in nearby waterways.
1: I'm sorry, my chair squeaks, and I know that's distracting you. I'm sorry. It's uh, like she squeak takes <laughs> her children. And I'm, I'm sorry. Sh- I'm shattering. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry. La Girona has been part of Hispanic culture since the 16th century. Oh wow, she is snoring hard. Mm, yeah. Hi, Moo. Hi, little moo. La Llorona has been part of Hispanic culture since the 16th century conquistadors. There are many different names for her. For example, in America, she's called the, quote, woman in white. The the origin of the legend is unclear.
1: (laughs) Sorry. I didn't catch it until you corrected yourself, and then I'm like, oh, that's right, he fucked that word up. I'm sorry. Oh, damn it, Carrie. I'm sorry. Put your phone away. I, no. Go on. I'm listening. I'm listening, I swear.
0: La Llorona has been part of Hispanic culture since the 16th century conquistadors. There are many different names for her. For example, in America, she's called the, quote, woman in white. Mm. The origin of the legend is unclear, though multiple variations of the tale are consistent on certain points. La Llorona is a woman named Maria who was doomed to walk the earth in search of her children after she drowned them. In one variation, she was tricked by a demon who told her that her children's souls were lost... But that she would be granted entry to heaven if she found the souls and brought them to heaven where they belonged. The demon, in fact, knew that her children's souls were already in heaven and that the woman would be stuck in the land of the living trying to find her children forever, crying constantly for the sin that she had committed. That's the one version that I have heard most in Mm -hmm. my growing up after a long time without finding her children her grief and desperation to just be able to die and be at peace caused her to start start (laughs) taking other children's souls by drowning them in another variation which is a long one a beautiful young woman named maria (laughs) lived in a rural. oh a
1: different maria okay cool
0: she came from a poor family, but was known around her village for her beauty and grace. One day, an extremely wealthful nobleman was riding through her village and stopped in his tracks. He had traveled all over the world and had never seen anyone beautiful as Maria. He was mesmerized by her. He knew that he had to win her heart. Maria was easily charmed by him, and he was charmed by her beauty, so when he proposed to her, she immediately accepted Eventually, the two married. Sorry.
1: My chair. I'm sorry, my chair is squeaking.
0: And Maria gave birth to two kids. Her husband was always traveling, and he stopped spending time with his family. When he came home, he only paid attention to the children, and as time passed, Maria could tell that her husband was falling out of love with her because she was getting old. One day he returned.
1: (laughs) I was like, this is the
0: most boring wow. story yeah, ever It's like the fourth time she's heard it so far One day he returned to the village with a younger woman And bid, bid his children farewell, ignoring Maria Maria, angry and hurt, took her children to a river and drowned them in a rage She realized what she had done and searched for them But the river had already carried them away days later when her husband came back and asked about the children Maria started weeping and said that she had drowned them her husband was furious and said that she could not be with him until she found the children Whoa. she drowned herself knowing what she had done and now she spends eternity looking for her lost children in hell she is always Ew. heard weeping for her children earning her the name La Llorona which means the weeping woman it is said if, the, if you hear her crying, you are to run the opposite way. Oh, yeah. If you hear her cries, they could bring misfortune or even death. Many parents in Latin America tell this story to scare their children from, from staying out too late mm-hmm. or away from water. Okay. La Llorona kidnaps wandering children at night, mistaking them for her own. She... <laughs> wow. Wow, God, that was blatant. Wow, God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're keeping this all in. <gasps> I don't even have the mic by her. Oh, my God. Oh, let's just listen to that.
1: No! Oh, my God, oh, yeah, sweetheart. My God. She just had a lot of dental work done too, so you'd think that would have gone away. (laughs) She
0: kidnaps wandering children at night, mistaking them for her own. She begs God slash heaven for forgiveness, but to get to heaven, she needs to find her children. It says that she drowns the children she kidnaps, hoping she finds her kids. People who claim to have seen her say that she appears at night or in the late evening by rivers or lakes wearing a white gown with a veil. Some believe those who hear the wails of La Llorona are marked for death or misfortune. Like the Gaelic banshee legend, it is said that when her wails sound near, she is far, and when she sounds distant, she is very near. The tale is so commonly told that every community had their own version of the story, but one thing stays the same. Listeners always believe La Llorona is local and storytellers always seem to know someone who has either heard or seen the undead mother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. I love this story so much. It's it's such an amazing combination of all the cautionary tales of parents mm. want to tell their children. Mm-hmm. Um First of all, I am so sorry that my dog found it ridiculously boring. <laughs> like, I could not give a fucking care.
0: Oh, my God, the poor thing.
1: So I had to pretend <laughs> that I do found it stupid and boring, well, we even though I don't. Keep,
0: We have to keep that in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. You heard it here first from Leia. I promise. It's it's very fascinating. Don't listen to my dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um it it it's it's entirely possible because like we were talking about um urban legends in a couple of different episodes, even some of the, the Patreon episodes, urban legends have to start somewhere. hmm So it's entirely possible that this one also had its its um origins based in fact and truth absolutely, yeah, so we'll get into um some of that in my portion coming up, um and we will be right back please listen uh we'll get into the haunting portion here in just a minute, so please listen to one of our buddy podcast promos, and um then we will be right back with some of the actual um evidence caught different. Things, different stories. Different stories that people have have had in actually seeing La Yorona. So uh, we will be right back. They murdered her. A vile and disgraceful act.
0: We were able to discover the remains of two humans. Welcome to Crime Lapse. I am Eileen. And I'm Charlie. Crime Lapse is a true crime podcast that uses primary audio in-depth research and a mode of narration to give you an immersive insight into the darkest tales and most horrifying crimes Find Crime Lapse wherever you listen to podcasts and at Crime Lapse Podcast or at Crime Lapse Pod on social media Everyone has a story to tell so why not let us tell you some
1: Okay, hi guys, welcome back <laughs> Um it's 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 been a day, to say the least. <laughs> um, so um, okay, so I got my uh, sources from Legends of America, fronteradesk.org radiotimes.com GhostCityTours.com and backpackerverse.com. Have you ever come Ooh, across that
0: one? I have not.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it, it, it's for backpackers. I mean... Oh, that's, well, is that so? I know. I, they kind of hide the point. They bury the lead in the, the name, but, you know, uh, it's for, you know, those weirdo hiker backpacker people. Hey, I'm
0: trying to be one of those.
1: Oh, really? I am. Since when? Oh, like a Since year. Since you said it five seconds ago and I thought it sounded cool. No, like a year ago. Oh, what have you been doing?
0: I hiked 90% of um, Pais de Wapeek. Ew. Yeah, and since I'm not athletic at all and don't exercise at all, I was nearly dead.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember we went on a field trip to Paestoa Peak and we climbed to the top when I was in second grade. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I realized now saying that that you're probably like, well, fuck you and uh, your second grade shit. Uh, Sorry.
0: Thanks. Um, Makes me feel really good about myself.
1: <laughs> good. Second graders <laughs> climate, if that helps at all. Oh. Yeah, um you can get there. It's fine. It's just fine. Sorry. That was sorry. S- Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Uh
0: I have weak angles.
1: <laughs> bones first. Oh <laughs> sorry, we tried so hard not to be political. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> So, um, I'm going to start my part out with (laughs) the, what she has been reported to look like, which, um, you had mentioned in a lot of the versions of, of, the story that she was, you know, a striking beauty and, you know, long, dark hair, all this
0: dressed in white, right?
1: Yeah. Um, apparently that's not what she looks like in death. Oh. Yeah, but which I mean if she was still a striking beauty in it, she wouldn't be scary. I I don't think. Well, fair enough. Yeah. So, um whether you believe it or not, there have been several sightings of La Llorona. Uh interestingly, she's often spotted on Isla de las Muñecas in Mexico. The Island oh, of the Dolls. Our island of the dolls. Our island of the dolls. Um which we did as a mini or a mini-episode. mini Well,
0: that's That was
1: nice. Thank you. Yeah, cool. um, it's stolen right from My Favorite Murder. So. Oh, well, okay. So no, no mini <laughs> Um <laughs> Mini-episode for our Patreons. Um, but she's a common um, uh, apparition scene there. Um, and they people can claim to hear her crying, which, by the way, BuzzFeed did a fucking hysterical BuzzFeed Unsolved did a fucking hysterical episode oh no yeah you gotta watch it it's I amazing find it. yeah for sure um, also woman hollering creek in Texas that's the name of the creek woman hollering creek woman hollering creek mm-hmm. okay so interestingly woman hollering creek in Texas which is the actual name of the creek woman hollering creek oh, that's hilarious And Lana Canyon in Arizona, L A U N A Canyon in Arizona, were named after her because of apparent sightings. Oh. Um, Now, being born and raised in Arizona, I can tell you that Lana Canyon in Arizona is nothing I've ever heard of before and can't tell you where it's at. (laughs) So there you go. Okay. There's that on that. All right. Um, As far as what she looks like, uh the article that I read wrote, quote, Hair is dark no. Wow. You'll get it. I mean it's scary, <laughs> right? I mean, are you still with me? Hair is dark. Hair I, well, I thought I said hair is dark. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> are Patreons pay for this blooper garbage? Leaper garbage? <laughs> Here we go. Uh the article that I read describes her as quote. "'Hair as dark as night slips down her back "'as she crouches low next to the creek "'and sinks her hands into the cool water. "'A dress as white as her hair is black "'drapes over her frame. "'It's a haunting image made even more eerie "'by the fact that there is no sound "'save the tinkling water of the stream. "'But then the rough hiccup of a woman crying "'splits through the silence, "'growing louder and louder "'until the woman with the long black hair "'and the white as white dress turns and looks directly at you still the desperate wailing surrounds you picking up speed picking up strength until there is the very present fear that something is wrong and her face it's not human maybe blank with no features at all no eyes no nose no mouth from whence the wailing came or worse her face is not blank there are eyes a nose a mouth But they are elongated, protruding, in the shape of a donkey's or a horse's. Here is the face of La Llorona, or or the weeping woman. And the fact that you've met met her acquaintance, we wish you the best of luck. For, as the legend goes, her presence almost always meets with death, disease, or something else horrifyingly bad.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was good.
1: Thank you. I didn't write it. But I thank know, you.
0: but you read it very well. Oh, thank
1: you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want to see this woman, because mm, no matter, no, of all the descriptions I just said, <laughs> none of them were pleasant. Um, also, I kind of picture her like the girl from The Ring, that movie The Ring, the white dress and the long hair, like, I don't know. Just, oh, Samira or whatever it is. Yeah, it's just really super creepy. Um... So, anyway, uh, let's get into some of the sightings. Yeah, let's. Of the poor, (laughs) poor bastards that have actually witnessed this woman. Um, Now, though the legends vary, the apparition is said to act without hesitation or mercy. The tales of her cruelty depends on the version of the legend that you hear. So, some say that she kills indiscriminately, taking men, women, and children, whoever is foolish enough to get close enough to her. Others say that she is very barbaric and kills only children, dragging them screaming to a watery grave. So, um, in, in um, the, the next series of stories that I'm going to tell, the first one is from Patricio Lugan. When he was a boy, he and his family saw her on a creek between Mora and Guadalupe in New Mexico. Now, as the family was sitting outside talking, they saw a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. She then seemed to float over the water, started up the hill, and then vanished. However, just moments later, she reappeared much closer to them and then disappeared again. The family looked for footprints, and finding none, they had no doubt that the woman they had seen was La Llorona. Mm. No. <laughs> You're, like, intriguing. I'm like, mm-mm, no, no. No, Hard pass. Hard pass. Thank you for that. Uh, she has been seen along, again, many rivers across the entire southwest, and the legend has become part of Hispanic culture everywhere. Part of the legend is that those who do not treat their families well will see her. And she will teach them a lesson. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Um, so there's a couple of stories that I'm going to talk about where um, the the person that is telling the story is, is now an adult. But they remember when they were a child. And maybe they were fighting with their parents. Or they were being an obnoxious little shit. Right. And then right. that night they saw her. hmm So uh, not loving that Uh, At all Um, (laughs) Another story um, Involved a man by the name of Epifanio Garcia Who was an outspoken boy who often Argued with his mother and father Oh yeah Mm. After a heated argument Epifanio Along with his brothers Carlos and Augustine decided to leave their Ranch in Ojo de la Vaca And head toward the Villa Real De Santa Fe However when they (laughs) were fuck this however when they were along their way they were visited by a tall woman wearing a black tepolo and a black net over her face oh <clears throat> hello
0: was it a dog claw not a dog clog but a dog claw
1: no they're all laying down oh I, I, I don't
0: know oh maybe she's here
1: Oh, great. Great. Um, Another thing to add was fucking weekend. Fucking weekend. And it's a three-day weekend, and I kind of want to go to work tomorrow. (laughs) Just to get the weekend over. Um, Two of the boys were riding in front of the wagon when the spirit appeared on the seat between them oh shit <laughs> yeah uh, she was silent and she continued to sit there until Epifanio finally turned the horses around and headed back home at which time she said I will visit you again someday when you argue with your mother ooh right so um
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was her getting Co- up and leaving collect that change from his mother
1: right <laughs> uh <laughs> In Santa Fe, New Mexico, the tall whaling spirit has been seen repeatedly in the Para Building, P E R A, the Public Employees Retirement Association building. Huh? Uh, which is built on land that was once once old Spanish Indian graveyard and is near the Santa Fe River. Now keep in mind, she shows up predominantly near rivers, mm-hmm. ditches, the, the that kind ways, of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, Many people who have been employed there Tell of hearing cries resounding through the halls And feeling unseen hands Pushing them while on the stairways La Llorona has been heard at night Wailing next to rivers by many And her wanderings have grown wider Following Hispanic people wherever they go Uh, Yuck
0: Yeah,
1: they're taking her with them uh Uh-huh Her movements have been traced throughout the southwest And as far north as Montana On the banks of the Yellowstone River Oh Yeah Um, The Hispanic people believe that the Weeping Woman Will always be with them Following the many rivers Looking for her children And for this reason Many of them fear the dark And pass the legend from generation to generation Mm. Yeah, which makes sense Um (laughs) So here's where we start the stories of the actual um, uh, sightings of La Yorona. Um, this first person says, "La Yorona woke me up once when I was camping at Indian Falls Rapids on the Yampa River in Colorado when I was 15. I walked with her to a cabin and there was a man in the bed. As I saw, all I saw was his foot. But when she yelled at me to run, I did." If I didn't smash my toe on a rock, I would have run off the cliff into the Indian Falls Rapids. Oh. I saw an article in this month's Mountain Gazette about her and looked her up on the internet. My experience was 21 years ago.
0: That's crazy.
1: That is crazy. I don't know if she told him to run thinking he would just run off the cliff and he just happened to stub his toe on a rock.
0: That's the intention I got.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I... Or if the man was dangerous and she was warning, I—I I don't know. It was an I interesting.
0: Know. I mean, There's several ways to look at that.
1: Yeah, you could have taken it a bunch of different ways. You're right. Um, the next story starts one evening. I went to a mobile home that I seem to remember being near a creek or or a river to visit a couple of my friends who were attending K State as I was. Um, as I walked and so this is Kansas State. So mm-hmm. she's in Kansas too. She's in Kansas now. Yes. Um, In Kansas, she said, was the never sorry." I'm sorry (laughs) i the star Um, (laughs) Sorry As I walked into the door, I found them sitting on the sofa Looking somewhat freaked out They explained that just moments earlier One of the bar stools was spinning and hopping around As they were Mexican-Americans They wondered whether La Llorona Had anything to do with that incident They then explained the legend to me As I had never heard about it before They would invite me to stay the night in a spare bedroom Which I did Later in the night a woman appeared to me Laying next to me in bed And asked if I would know where her children were Hmm. Ew Get out of my bed (laughs) God (laughs) Why is that how you would ask where your fucking kids are? Yuck
0: Oh Okay (laughs) that's how that's not how you pick up straight men at all
1: (laughs) (laughs) um it seemed that while i may have been dreaming i was still i was half awake then i fully awoke looked up toward the doorway just in time to see a dark figure seemingly looking at me then quickly ducking back out of the doorway Right then, that left me too scared to go and check And see if it was one of my friends checking in on me Perhaps to see why I was talking in my sleep or something I went back to sleep and I waited until morning to ask If either one of them had looked in my room during the night Neither one did To this day, I don't know whether I really did experience A supernatural visit from La Llorona Or if my dream and mind played tricks on me Mm. Yeah. Yeah I mean, if that's what you're going to dream of is in your bed with you, it's probably a ghost. (laughs) That can't be good. (laughs) That can't be good at all. Uh, (laughs) So, um, another story. I've got a bunch of these, so I'm not just going to keep saying another story, another story. There's a lot (laughs) of stories. This one says... "'When I was in the seventh grade, I had a frightening dream. "'I saw myself standing on a dark road "'with the only illumination coming from a dim streetlight. "'The ground was wet, and in the distance "'I could hear the sound of rain falling "'and the tap, tap, tapping footsteps "'of someone coming toward me. "'Peering into the darkness, I could make out a woman, "'dressed all in black, with a dark, lacy veil "'covering her face, moving toward me. "'Strangely, as the mysterious woman grew closer, "'so did the rain.' When the woman was about 15 feet in front of me, she looked over my shoulder. When I turned around to see what she was looking at, I saw a young child dressed in a white nightgown playing with a doll in the middle of a puddle of water. When I turned back to her, she was right in front of me. The veil was lifted, her eyes were abnormally wide, and her face was no more than three inches away from mine. Her terrifying eyes stared into mine dead on until I awoke in a panic. I looked toward the window. It was raining. As you can imagine, I didn't sleep the rest of the night. Holy shit. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Uh, and that story was terrible. But it goes on. <sighs> it's not done. That dream was... Eh. But it goes on to say, The next day, I shook off the dream and thought nothing more about it until about a year later. On that night, I was spending the night with my friend Veronica, who had also invited another friend named Sarah. In the course of the evening, Sarah, who is Hispanic, began to tell us some of the legends and ghost stories of the Mexican culture. When she began to tell the tale of La Llorona, I didn't think anything of it at first. Then she began to tell of how the legendary spirit travels by water, dressed in all black or white, and is most always seen wearing a veil. Sarah continued by telling us that La Llorona lifts her veil only to her victims, that in, and that in their afterlife, she has chosen them to Help her find the bones of her lost children. Oh. Now I constantly wonder if in my afterlife I will be forced to help her find the bones of her lost children.
0: Oh, that's heavy.
1: That's heavy. That's a terrible thing to carry with you for the rest of your fucking life. Oof. Isn't that awful?
0: Yeah.
1: I got more. Hang on. Oh, God. Of Here we go. You do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. As I had mentioned before La Llorona doesn't limit her travels To just like New Mexico, Mexico Just like Mm -hmm. the classics Um, She again Seemingly follows Hispanic people wherever they go Uh, And the story Of Pete Sanchez Is another piece of evidence of this He shared that (laughs) um, He had once crossed the San Bernard River Bridge in East Bernard Texas Now, East Bernard is southwest of Houston in Wharton County. This apparently old community um, built its first residence around 1850 um, on the east side of the San Bernard River. Today, the San Bernard Bridge spans the river. Oh, okay, as they do. I mean, as you know, (laughs) is that what bridges are for? I'm not sure. (laughs) We don't have many in Phoenix. So, <laughs> several years ago, uh, Mr. Sanchez said that he was driving along in East Bernard with the radio blaring. As he was crossing the river bridge, he was startled as he looked to the right in the passenger scene to see a semi transparent woman sitting next to him. Oh, yeah. Dressed in all black, the spirit's face was covered by a black lacy veil. Uh, obviously frightened, he hit the gas hard Speeding past the bridge And not looking back into the passenger seat uh, It wasn't until he was past the bridge That he found the courage to look over again And the spirit had vanished uh, <laughs> <laughs> Now, Mr. Sanchez readily admits That he is still freaked out today By the ghostly image um, Apparently when he read the story above About um, the the girl that said that um, the the spirit was wearing um, like a, a black tupelo with a veil mm, over it, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, and the Garcia brothers encountering encountering her in their carriage. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he um, when he read the story above about those brothers encountering the woman with a black net over her face who appeared on the wagon seat between them, he saw obvious similarities between the woman he saw and what they described. Right. Yuck. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this next one says My story of La Llorona takes place in Mexico. This is probably the scariest one that I compiled in my list. When I was eight years old, when my abuelita, or grandma, told me to go to the store to buy soda. So she was eight. Um, this was during the evening as we were getting ready to eat supper. My brother and I left for the store, and along the way, we heard wailing, but we didn't pay much attention to it. However, as we continued on, we saw a young woman walking toward us. All of a sudden, my little brother started to cry, and the woman ran toward him, acting as if she was going to get him.
0: Just like that truck.
1: <laughs> and that was me <laughs> scooping up the children and driving the fuck away. <laughs> um, my little brother started to cry, and the woman ran toward him, acting as if she was going to get him. When we saw that she was floating instead of walking... We began to run back to our house and told our grandmother and mom what had happened. We all just locked the door and started to pray to God to help us and make La Yorona go away. This story was submitted by a little girl named Daisy Calderon, who at the time when she submitted the story was 12 years old. Wow. Yeah. Ick. I mean, Daisy. And it happened when she was eight, and this was with her little brother. So young, young kids are like, oh, man. hey, by the way, this shit's real. I mean, they're probably not cussing, but I would if I were her. Good on you, Daisy. Um, The next one says, when I was about eight years old, I had just started becoming interested in all things paranormal. So already I love this kid. <laughs> I was researching (laughs) I was researching La Yorona when all of a sudden I heard a noise, so I decided to check it out. Then I heard it again. It sounded like it was coming from the bathroom, so I walked in and stopped at the sink. Oh, this one was terrible too. I forgot. Then all of a sudden, my head was pushed into the sink, and the water started to run. The sink finally filled all the way up, and I was trying to breathe. Then I couldn't breathe anymore. I thought I was going to die from lack of oxygen, so I screamed, and my mom finally came in. She pulled my head out after a struggle and hugged me tightly. She knew I wouldn't drown myself, so she started thinking. Then she froze and looked into the mirror, and her face turned white. She screamed and almost fainted. I asked her what was wrong, and she said with a stutter, La, 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 Llorona. Wow. So she must have come in and then seen... La Llorona in the mirror <clears throat> trying to drown her fucking child.
0: And that's another story I've heard is you
1: can go into the bathroom and look into the mirror. And like a Bloody Mary kind mm-hmm, of thing? Exactly. Really? hmm Yeah, I don't... That's a, That's awful. That's just so awful.
0: <clears throat> Anything to keep your kids in check,
1: right? I suppose, but this borders on... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. This person writes... At the age of seven, I was attending the new Pajarito School in South Valley of Albuquerque, New Mexico. I loved attending the Pajarito School, especially when it was time to play outside in the schoolyard. Surrounding the playground was a high fence to keep the children from wandering off. Good
0: idea. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Responsible place. All right, let's keep going. Behind the fence was an irrigation ditch that fed an alfalfa field on the other side of the trench. In the high, arid land surrounding Albuquerque, it seemed as if there were ditches everywhere, watering the fields beyond the city. Soon, we met a little boy who was not yet old enough to attend school. He would often come and play by the fence and watch as the older children flo- frolicked. No, frolicked. <laughs> <laughs> this is going well already. Already. Uh, watch, he would watch as the older children frolicked in the schoolyard. But one day, our play was interrupted by a big commotion near the schoolyard fence. As we ran toward the fence, we soon discovered that the little boy had fallen into the irrigation ditch. Though one of our teachers pulled the boy from the muddy water and began resuscitation efforts, it was too late. That was the first time I had ever experienced the loss of a friend. The next day at school, one of the children told me that La Llorona had gotten the boy. I could only stand there speechless, having never heard of La Llorona before. Mm. They explained that she was the ditch lady and she wandered up and down the ditches looking for little kids to steal because her own children had drowned in a terrible accident. That frightened me because right outside my own back door were two of these muddy trenches. On cloudy days, we could imagine her ascending from the heavens to take her place along the irrigation ditches. Oh, wow. Yeah, that this was written by um, a person who then grew up to become a reverend and she was talking about... Leia, I'm sorry you find this whole topic boring as hell because you quit snoring. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> goodness. goodness. Um, this one says, My mom lived in the same house in Santa Fe, New Mexico, for almost 50 years. When she was about 12 or so, she and her cousin were sitting in her bedroom, which would later be mine, at night in the middle of winter. It had been snowing, and at one point they heard a noise outside the window. When they looked, there was a woman standing there, dressed all in white, and crying. My mom and her cousin were obviously a little freaked out, and they ran out of the room to tell her mom. Her parents went outside to investigate, but found no footprints in the freshly fallen snow. Mm. Oh, God. (laughs) They came back inside and told her what they had found, or rather what they didn't find. That scared my mom even more, and she was afraid to go back in her room. When I was about 11... Um, sitting in my bedroom in the same house my mom grew up in By myself at night in the middle of winter And it had been snowing I heard a noise outside my window I'm afraid of the dark so I didn't check to see what it was I just left the room and did something else for a while When I told my mom about it later She told me this story She said it was La Llorona Outside the window both of those nights
0: Oh man right.
1: I'm sorry I'd be moving Right <laughs> I mean, I love my family, and I would love to, you know... Oh, the house I grew up in, my kids will grow No. Not if La Llorona's hanging out outside in the winter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one says, When I was 12 years old in 1991, my parents separated, and my mother moved me and my brother to Monterey, Mexico. In the winter, all three of us would sleep in the same room because there was no central heating, only electric heaters. There were two beds for my mother and brother. I slept on the floor in a sleeping bag next to my mother's bed. One night around 2.30 in the morning, I woke up because I had been dreaming about my great-grandma. She kept calling my name, three times to be exact. Just a few minutes later, I heard the scariest screams coming from down the street. It was horrible. The cries continued, each time coming closer. I was so horrified that I could not even wake my mother, who was lying right next to me. I was so scared I didn't even blink. It was the most evil cry I have ever heard. Finally, it passed my house and slowly faded away. The next day, I told my mother... You know, I didn't believe in stuff like this, especially not La Llorona, but after that night, I do. Mm. And honestly, I gotta, I gotta play these videos for you that I found, because it's um, a, a, a site that has compiled the five scariest um, videos of La Llorona that have been captured. Mm-hmm. And I'm serious, Archie. The fucking screams that these people have captured are god-awful. Oh man. They're absolutely horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm gonna stop the recording, I'm gonna play them for you, and then I want to get your Okay opinion. And then there's this one. Hang on. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so
0: that first one horrifying
1: yes like you said if i heard that especially that first one Mm -hmm. i I wouldn't be going outside to see what the fuck was going on no (laughs) which is awful because what if somebody actually needed help needed help yeah but then you couldn't find anything anyone and all you heard was that that's terrifying (laughs) sorry that's really fucking scary So, um, and apparently, like you said, in your part, if you see her, you're not supposed to, or, like, if you hear her and she sounds far away, or she sounds close, she's far away.
0: Mm -hmm. And if she sounds far away, she's she's very near.
1: She's very near. And if you see her, you're supposed to run. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, what? Mm. Um, Especially if she looks the way that I described in the beginning with, like... Either no face, or she's got like a drawn face. Some um, descriptions I've I've seen of her also. She's got like just black holes mm. and no like eyes. Right. No, Mm-mm. yucky. No, thank you. Yucky, thank you. <laughs> so in that, oh, laughing. <laughs> He's probably not talking about La Yorona. Okay. So um, with that being said, uh, this next story says, I don't think anybody has ever heard of the city that I live in. I have. But I I think um, one of my, uh, I think it was Marie, um, or one of her boyfriends when we were teenagers lived in this town. Mm. Um, But it's in the suburbs of a small valley town called Lompoc. Lompoc or Lompoc, California? Mm -hmm. Have you heard of it? Yeah,
0: I've heard of it. Okay.
1: Um, Well, the story of La Llorona that I know was that she was a prostitute, and every time she would have a child, she would take it to a creek and drown it. Yeah, the look on Archie's face is like, well, that took a dark turn.
0: (laughs) That was quick.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Before long, she was murdered by one of her customers and sentenced by God to wander the rivers and streets of the world looking for her children. La Llorona became so upset that she cried and cried, eventually drying her eyes out, leaving two black holes where her eyes once were. Oh. And her mouth grew incredibly large, resembling that of a horse the legend continues that if she heard a child crying she would come for them thinking it was one of her own when i was one of eight children my family would warn us that la llorona was outside waiting During the day, we might cry when we heard this, but when the sun started to die, we were too scared to even walk alone through the house, thinking she might have heard us and was waiting in a dark corner. Oh, (laughs) jeez. One night, when I was about eight years old, I was terribly angry at my mom, and she made me sleep with her that night. However, I was so upset, and I couldn't sleep, and La Llorona was the last thing on my mind. However, as I tossed and turned, I looked to the foot of the bed, and there stood a lady in a black dress with purple trim. She had two black holes where her eyes should have been and an enormous grin on her face. Mm. Mm -mm. She had long, straight black hair that looked like it was blowing in the wind. The weird part was that I wasn't scared. I just sat up in bed staring at her for a good five minutes. When she wouldn't go away, I finally got tired and fell asleep. It wasn't until the next morning that I got scared and strange things started to happen to me in that house ever since. Mm -hmm. Wow. (sighs) So (laughs) this, um, this person, his name is Carlos and he's from Austin, Texas. He said, um, that on this, uh, Legends of America article that we had read, Mm -hmm. he said, I just read your interesting articles relating to the weeping woman, AKA La Llorona. Many of these stories I read on your site appear to coincide with the many quote (laughs) events our town has experienced back in the early to mid 1980s in Manor, Texas, once a small, quiet town of 840 people before the big population explosion. My family and many others in the area heard what appeared to be the wailing of this mean spirit. My father has claimed to have seen her, and I have seen what appeared to be remnants of a gown floating near the old forest creek by our house. Ugh. Mm. At present, due to the heavy growth in the manor area, she has not been seen or heard from since. Thank you for your information on this spirit. I truly believe this is a real spirit. And for the record, yes, I do believe in ghosts. You know what, Carlos? I do, too. (laughs) Now, let's talk a little bit about La Llorona here in Arizona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So many, um, as we've said, many people in the Southwest claim that they have seen La Llorona or The Weeping Woman. Um, People have actually spotted her along the Rio de Flag in Flagstaff all the way down to the San Pedro River near Tucson. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the whole state, basically. <laughs> so there is a guy that lives in Flagstaff who's a storyteller, and his name is Tony Norris. Well, he recently visited, and by recently I mean, like, as of this article. Oh, okay. So he visited a third grade class. Oh, no. At Puente de Jozo Elementary to sing songs and tell stories. Um, when... The guy said he was going to tell the story of La Llorona, and who wanted to hear it? Several little hands shot up in the air. Brave kids, if you ask me. Um, I'm not entirely sure. I want to hear it, and I'm telling it. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess is the way the guy, the way he tells the story. A long time ago, there was a young woman named Maria. She was the most beautiful girl in all of northern Arizona. She was kind of full of herself. She would say, Abuelita, when I marry, I'm going to marry the most handsome cowboy um her grandmother told her that there were more important qualities um, in a man but apparently maria didn't listen uh and one day she met a cowboy who was indeed handsome they married built a house on the banks of the rio de flag and had two children um at the time the rio was a wide river fed by the mountain snow the couple was happy for a while but soon maria's husband went back to his old ways drinking and gambling one day maria was watching a monsoon storm roll in when he showed up on his horse and buggy with another woman he told maria i'm only here to see my children so as the story goes um this version of the story goes the lightning crashed and the thunder rolled and it began to rain and something snapped maria went crazy crazy with hurt and anger and jealousy she was so hurt she took her children and threw them into the rio de flag the waters were rising and the flood was rushing along she realized when she realized what she had done. It, she went running along the banks, screaming Mis hijos, But it was too late. They had already drowned. And she was, as she was running, she tripped on a large white rock and hit her head and died instantly. Now, the guy told these kids, <laughs> third <laughs> graders, in case we forgot, that oh. not <laughs> that not long ago, a group of kids was playing outside. Um, until their parents had called them in for supper One boy refused Saying he wanted to watch the moon rise So he sat down on a large white rock Next to the rio In the distance he saw a figure coming toward him Through the trees And as it came closer he could hear Misijos When the figure got closer she put her hands on his shoulders But they were the hands of a skeleton He was looking right in the face Of La Llorona But La Llorona didn't have a face uh. It was just a skull third graders. Uh-huh. And as she leaned close, he could tell that La Llorona had bad breath. <laughs> I mean, of course she did. Of course. <laughs> um, at that moment, the little boy prayed harder than he'd ever prayed before, and she released him, so then he ran all the way home. Um, parents of the kids in Flagstaff and the surrounding area would say, you better be a good little boy or a good little girl or La Llorona will get you. (laughs) So, here's an interesting thing um, with regard to La Llorona. That's a bit of a twist in this old snake. I'm sorry, Leia. I'm trying to spice it up. (laughs) So this is an actual true story. Okay. In nineteen eighty-six, in the Buffalo Buffalo, no, Buffalo Bayou. <laughs> in the Buffalo Bayou. <laughs> in the Buffalo Bayou surrounding the San Antonio region, a murder took place that rocked people to their core. And again, this is in 1986. So apparently, after years of suffering abuse at the hands of her husband, Juana Marie Lehia Juana Marie Leija. Leija. Jesus, I'm really struggling over this one name. (laughs) Juana, as I'll call her from now on. Juana. Um, She refused to deal with it any longer. And one morning, she brought her seven children down to the dark, murky waters of the Buffalo Bayou. There's not so much information If the children fought against her But Juana was too far gone She saw no other option than taking the life of her children She threw six of her seven children Into the river Um, Two of her children, Juana and Judas Demas, did not make it The rest were saved by rescuers who were called to the scene As can be expected Juana Marie Juana Marie protested her innocence By claiming that she'd had no choice Her husband was violently aggressive to her and the children the court ruled that Juana Marie would receive 10 years of probation because of the deaths of her children and the attempt to drown her other children, but there was one thing that struck the police officers as strange. When they asked Juana Marie why she had committed such a heinous crime, yes, she claimed it was to escape her husband, but there was also one other reason she claimed. And what was that reason? Juana Marie claimed to be La Llorona herself. Oh, boy. Right? I was like, well, that's different. Okay. Okay. So another warning um, with regard to her is you should especially beware of seeing her during, during a moonless night, as you ver- may very well die within a week. Oh. So that's not the greatest omen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to find good, not great things about this story, <laughs> that might <laughs> there aren't any. Um, apparently, a woman recently visited a psychic and was told that if she continued living her life the way she was, she too would visit receive a visit from La Llorona. The woman did not heed the advice and has not been heard from again. <laughs> I don't know if that means the psychics never heard from her or people at large have never heard from her. Um, but it does say that uh, do not try testing this legend as your life may be the price you'll pay. Um, so like I, like I said, and, and like we were talking about, I showed those I, Archie those clips. I had him listen to those horrible screams in whales um i will put that video up on our um our website mm-hmm. i will link to it on our website um but yeah let us know have you guys ever seen her what are the versions of the story that you have heard because i've only ever heard the versions that my my hispanic friends have been told as they were growing up so um what about you have you heard mm-hmm. about her no no
0: mm-hmm.
1: um well but like you said it's got variations throughout europe and and ireland and and with like the banshee and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and things like that so um but yeah that's that's what i've got on on oh, la Yerona. it's a terrifying it, it's a it's a cautionary tale i believe but i also believe that there's some i mean urban legend starts somewhere so exactly. i feel like you know there's you know there's some truth to this, especially since all those freaking videos we just watched. Yeah,
0: man, those are crazy.
1: Those are super crazy. Um, And the screaming and the wailing and the crying and (laughs) that... Anyway, you guys watch the video. Judge for yourself. But um, I think as cautionary tales go, this is a good one. (laughs) This is a really good one. I think the one of the little girl who, by some invisible force, had her head shoved into the sink with the water turned on. That her mother had to struggle to get her. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, uh yeah. So that was this was a good one. I liked it. What do you think? That was great. Yeah. It was great. Um so yeah, that's this week's episode, guys. Uh what let us know what you think. Have you seen La Yorona what? Yeah. again, what are the yeah. versions you've heard? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Let us know. Let us know.
1: We're super curious. Um, so that is all I've got. Arch, you wanna Tell them where they can find us. Well,
0: um, you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Mm-hmm.
1: We We're on also... iHeart, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere. Everywhere. Um, yeah.
0: Also, we can be found all over social media at podcast mm-hmm. and HOAHpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Also on our Patreon page.
1: Patreon.com slash podcast.
0: <laughs> That's the one.
1: That's it. That's the one. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, $2 and $5 donor levels, and um, go have a a look and see all the different things that you get at the different levels. We are actually getting ready to record a very, 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 very special um, bonus episode for our Patreons um, with regard to the 1910 jail in Globe, Arizona that I went and investigated, so we're going to let everybody know how that was, and... um, yeah, that's going to be available to everybody at all the donor levels. Oh. So, join us, you know. Come, we're going to, I'm going to, you know, just play the EVPs that we caught and some of the video. We caught some crazy video. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be wild. So, um, join us. Grab a glass of wine. Settle in. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a great week, day, night, work everything. day. Have a great everything.
0: <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye,
1: guys. <laughs>